The following contains biblical content, raw gospel, sudden and spontaneous worship, and something not preached everywhere, the Word of God. This is church formatted for the internet. Coming up next, now here they are, saints on a mission from God. I hope people that are listening feel as excited as both Kevin and I are, because it's it's a pleasure to share his love and his truth to the people on the internet. I mean, I, it's like it's like Paul said, I I have to I have to share the gospel. I cannot not share the gospel. It's a privilege that we can go on the air. And uh, I uh, I ask people if you have questions, just contact us. That's right. Yeah, the contact number can be texted to us or to get a to get a to, to interact with our hosts right right now me sandy and mm-hmm. possibly liz but uh right. um the number is 218-461-0164 and uh you can either text that number or leave an audio um request on that yeah we'd love to hear from you we really would love to hear from you lord let us just take the moment and set aside all those distractions, all those to-do lists, honey-do lists, and even what we consider as the fun things to do. But I think it's awesome that we can get together with you and, and just uh, seek seek your presence, Lord, because in your presence there's fullness of joy. Yes. Forevermore you will be speaking into our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I like it when... Uh... When you, when you just got here and we started talking about why why do we have all those senses? Why did God give us all those senses? I think that's a that's a good discussion is what are what 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 are the senses feeling, touching, hearing? Feeling, touching, hearing. <laughs> there's more than that. Yeah, there are five. <laughs> yeah, there's five and we're, we're, we're 60 percent there Kevin. We're 60 percent. Feeling, touching, hearing. Yeah, what are the five human senses? Sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. Smell, and taste. Why didn't? We? Because you had started out when you when you came here. You said taste and see. That's taste right. Taste and see how good God is. Taste, That's right. Taste and in the whole thing about uh, to feel and to touch. Those were the words that uh, kept going in my going around in my spirit because during the pandemic. We haven't been able to, and in fact, we were told, just continually wash your hands, socially distance, don't touch, don't touch other things, you know, don't touch. And I think about the impact that it's had on our spirit. I don't know about you, Kevin, but the impact it's had on our spirit, because we weren't able, I'm a hugger. That's right. wasn't able to go and hug people and to touch people. And I think about how Jesus was, where he went about touching people. He touched people where they were that's you right know, he taught and he touched he laid hands on people they were healed they were set free they felt the love flow and just like the woman with an issue of blood she says if i can just touch the garment of his the hem of his garment mm-hmm. i know i will be i will be healed so touching is so important and as you were saying why don't you just talk about that kevin remember you were saying we haven't um it was okay not to touch. No, it was okay not to get close to people. Right. 
you know, it gave us a, what's the word, what's the word you use? It gave uh, us a, I guess excuse if you want to call it, but yeah, yeah, we don't have to, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, we can withdraw even more and, uh, right. because, uh, we have an excuse not to reach out and touch someone. They used and, to say that with the phone company. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. now we're beyond the phone. That's right. But just thinking about that, it's like, um, it saddens me. I mean, it really saddens me that we haven't been able to touch people. Just like people couldn't go to the hospital to see their loved ones as they were dying. They couldn't see them. They couldn't, they couldn't touch them. They couldn't, they, couldn't even, they couldn't even bury them. And I'm thinking, he came so that he would touch hearts. And that's why people that are out there listening, we both want them to know is that we want to touch your heart with the love of God the Father. We, we really do. We want, to, we want to touch hearts. And when I was doing a study on, uh, I, was, I did a study on love, how many times love, the word love is used in the Bible, and it's uh, 210 times. And for, for poor, poor being the poor in spirit, uh, people that are oppressed, people that are poor, uh, that's used 204 times. And it's been always on my heart is like, how do we, how do we touch people? How do we effectively touch people? What's the least we can do to widows and orphans and people we meet on the street and uh, people that we engage with on a, on an everyday basis? So that's um, that's that's been on my heart a lot. What can I do? And there's so much to do, and you see so much need and different things. Um... You know, ask God what He'd have you do. You know, and, yes. and that's it. Doesn't doesn't mean we have to start a soup kitchen. No. Because we have other Christians in the same community that do that very well. That's correct. Yes. Basically, we would get people to where they needed to be, and give them the word, share the gospel with them. Right. You know, and and that that brought up a thing I was thinking about on the way here. You know, we'd leave them with the word. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a couple. Yeah, the little Gideons, so New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs. I just uh, not 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 recently, but I'm thinking of doing it again. I called called up uh, a place that published Bibles, um, Tyndale House Publishers okay. in Wheaton, Illinois, and I said I I like to uh, travel around and spread the gospel and, and hand out Bibles. They sent me twelve cases. Really? So so I mean, you know Thank you. Other than other cases. than donations and going by them, you know, we could uh, twelve cases. We could just try that again, except then you have the responsibility is <laughs> what am I gonna do with twelve cases of Bibles? You know, there's there's one church I filled filled the pew pews with with, you know, they didn't have Bibles in the pews. Right. So there was that was like forty Bibles, but that wasn't even a whole case. They were, you know, paperback. But but it's it's doable. There's always things we could yeah. can do to share the gospel or leave the gospel. I think is a good thing because because uh, you know it might be picked up again. One house I went into um, the and and we were we were hopefully led by the Spirit. We like to think that happens. But uh, a big gale and storm came up alongside the Great Sea, and and uh, so we, so so we thought, well, let's knock on the first door we see, 
and share the gospel and get out of the storm. Get out of the storm. You know, what was our motivation at that moment? <laughs> you know? Anyway, it was somebody I knew that I had worked with for, you know, 10 years previously. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Um, went inside, and, uh, of course, we had to explain ourselves, you know. Um, you know, we're here from Why are you here? our church or just on our own, and we want to uh, um, share the gospel with people. And, he's, and uh, we had a long conversation about this and that and the other thing. Anyway, I, I asked him, well, do you have a Bible? Can we, uh, you know, can I show you a few verses in there? So he got his Bible out off the shelf and literally blew the dust off the top, you know. But that's yeah. some word somebody planted way back. Way back. And I went through, you know, three or four verses like, you know, we, we do here. Right. And he says, I've never seen the gospel presented like that before. I mean, his eyes were open. But here's where I get I get teared up. That weekend, he died in a house fire. Oh. So you never know. You never know. Yeah, you, yeah, you never know. So what, you know, what was, was I listening to the Holy Spirit or not right. go in this place? I mean, he knows how to handle me. You know, hit me on the head and go in there. <laughs> We were going in because of the cold, and then, but uh, we stuck to our mission. Yeah. You know, and you realize, Kevin, we, we both realize that there's nothing by chance. And if, if we say, you know, um, that I am not going to lean on my own understanding, I will acknowledge you in all my ways, and you will direct my paths, he will do that. And you know the story about uh, giving away Bibles? I'll never forget the first Bible I remember getting was in boot camp. Yep. I got a little Gideon's Bible, like, just like, like you just were. Just like one of those. Showing me. And the uh, and I and I got the word of God. And I was so desperate because all of all of the information that I had, everything that I had grown up with was not enough for me to make it through uh, boot camp. It, it just wasn't enough. Right. I just I just couldn't do it. I was a college graduate, and I, I just couldn't do it. And I met a, a friend of mine, Henry Singleton. I hope you're out there listening, Henry, because you had a huge impact on me in my life because uh, I knew nothing about the Bible. And we, uh, at night, went, well, in the middle of the night, because we didn't have very many hours of sleep, we would go into the, um, the closet where they had... Uh, uh, mops and uh, and soaps and cleaning supplies and stuff and uh, we would open the little Gideon's Bible and he would share the word with me and we would read it mm -hmm. and that was the first impact was Henry sharing the word of God there and I'll never forget about it. I'll never forget it and I will never forget the Gideon's because I picked up Gideon's Bibles when I've gone right. uh, when I travel and stuff because it's it's such a blessing to have the word of God which is his voice to us so that we can learn of who he is so we can be touched by his love and by his concern and know what the truth is right you know and so the idea of getting out and sharing like you were saying uh, going door to door or when I when I see people um, downtown uh, my heart is moved just like when Jesus came into Jerusalem you know he was moved with compassion because he could right. see how the people were. So I want, I want to have God's heart. Right. And when I see people, that I will touch them where they're at. Just like you said, you give them 
what they need, where they're where at. Where they're at, right. You know, and it's like, um, um, I was looking at Psalm 68, 10, it says, and in your kindness, you know, uh, I think we're really lacking kindness in our world and in our country right now. Kindness and respect, everything is heated up, everything right. is loud, everything is being criticized, and it's like, I want to, you know, I want to give people his heart and show love to people and show hope. Like you said, give them the gospel, show hope, <clears throat> touch them with the truth that they are loved by God, right. that they are worthy of his love because right. he said, we are able to love because he first loved us. We, could, we couldn't love anybody else un, until we received his love, until we got the love from him, then we could give it out. Um, yeah, that Psalm 34 is where that taste and see, Yes, the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Taste and see. And use your senses. And and you can use your senses just by, you know, asking the Holy Spirit that's right. to read right. this with you. And I think that's, that's uh, you right. know, you will feel the passion. You will feel that's the right. heart of and, God. And like you said... Uh, before it's like when you're around people it's you know you say you know holy spirit what do i need to or say right now and guess what he's with us he's in us and he wants to he wants to touch other people he wants them to feel his love through us so we're just conduits we're just conduits we're his ambassadors we're his oracles that's why we need to uh well, that's why we're commanded to share. Right. It's not a, right. geez, I, I want you to do that. No, we're commanded. He wants us to share so that people can be set free from all the bondages and all the lies that, that, that we've grown up with. Yeah, it's like one of my, one of my mentors said this, uh, that we live like we are on a pleasure cruise when we are really on a rescue mission from God. Wow, I like that. <laughs> A pleasure cruise. Yeah, it's like our eyes. And I suppose, he, yeah, he was talking, you know, to Christians. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're on a mission from God, like the opening music says, <laughs> saints on a mission from God. That's right. Which is true. We are really on a rescue mission from God to bring his word to where the people are. And if you want to catch fish, don't throw your net in the bathtub. That's right. And don't... Uh... I, I always remember is uh, don't expect to catch more fish uh, staying in the um, your own aquarium. <laughs> there we go. You know, because churches guess, become aquariums where you just, yeah, you know, I right. mean, the church where they're not reaching out. You want to go for the wild caught. That's right. Yeah, the wild caught <laughs> fish. That's right. And we were once wild. We were once wild. and oh, That's right. I've heard stories about you. And Kevin. we were caught. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> ODing on licorice. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, licorice, the licorice story. Yep. I like this. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-seven says, "Whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes—that's another sense—will get many a curse." You know. So if we hide our eyes, if we don't see what's around us, and we can, and we are blinded, yep. unless we intentionally decide, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at people through God's eyes through the Lord. Holy Spirit, help me to view everyone I see through your eyes because they're created in your image. Right. And it's like me just saying that, it's like, 
hello, Sandy, what, what have you been doing? You know, because we need to do that because he wants us to let people know how important they are to God, how important they are to the kingdom. We are on a rescue mission, but it's not just rescuing them. It's, it's helping people become all that they were created to be. That's right. And they were created to do wonderful things, to do wonderful things for God, to bring him the glory and to, to feel uh, the, the, the secular term is actualized. It's not actualized. To be all that God created us to be, to, re, to actually operate out of that potential, those giftings, right. so that we can see people be healed. We can see people set free. We can see people uh, lose chains of, of bondages, people freed of addictions. You know, we can see people actually have joy instead of uh, depression, and uh, and uh, which is a pretty large in our country, as as we know. You see all the ads that are on television. It's like you need these pills to counteract this and this and this. That's right. But Jesus is the answer. He always was the answer he's always been the answer and he says here come taste and see we're back to that taste, and, taste see. and see of that and so that's why he gave us the senses and it's only when we dull those senses or if we just don't even allow those senses to uh, to operate that's right you know and that's part of it yeah well let's hide our eyes you know it's like the good samaritan we're walking down and we see yeah. this this person we go to the other side of the street uh we hide our eyes because we don't want to be confronted with, gee, maybe we need to do something. Right. What would God have us to do? Yeah. So right. Yeah. Right now we're discipling or mentoring, you know, on the internet. Yes. And uh, and what are, what are we using for, you know, our our medicine or the thing on the, uh, you know, the buy this pill and and you'll be happy or or your sex life will get better. Exactly. Or whatever, but. Uh, you know, how about a word from our sponsor? Yeah, I love it. A word from our sponsor. We have basic, basic instructions, instructions before, leaving, before Earth. leaving Earth. I mean, how can I forget that? That's right. I've, That's okay. We've both been have, had that beat into us at uh, yes. seminars or what yeah. through the years. Built-in Bible. But those, uh, yeah, and I guess what I was getting to is uh, Scripture encourages faith. You have faith. Yeah. It encourages that faith. That's right. And that faith will relieve you from addictions. Hallelujah. You know, Ooh, that, I that, get excited hearing that. Yeah, that this this vaccine is 100% yeah. and it's, safe. And it's permanent. And it's permanent. You don't need a booster. And no boosters required. Well, maybe you have to go back and read it once in a while. But yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I was reading, too, is that there is nothing in the Bible that would suggest that it is possible to separate love for God from love for people. So if we love God, if we have love for God, we have to have love for people. That's right. What the in that that we can go through those songs. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. You know that's right. Because that's what there's <laughs> too too little of. And that's what we need to do is we need to love. And so he's given us those senses. He's given us the eyes. We get to hear the cries of people. We see the tears and how do we respond? That's right. We give them the good news. And we that, give them. Uh, uh, we give them. We give, give them money. We give them. We don't. We don't turn our backs. That's right. And we listen to people. We listen to people. First, we identify. Gee, there's a person there 
and they want to be seen and they want to be touched and they want to be heard and they want to be respected and uh, just like me i wanted to know what the truth was and the truth is in our sponsor what our sponsor left us as he wrote to us so what's the least that we can do kevin what do we do what's simple what is simple the the gospel is simple it is not mystical it is not it's very very simple. simple i think bring bring the gospel or the word to people and in in the case of my friend it you know he died two days later but it rescued his soul right before that yeah and like because I said, the con- conversation went on we didn't we didn't sit down and make the four points of the gospel and and the and the prayer um i know i'm a sinner he yeah. knew he was sin- a sinner and he knew repenting was the only thing to do and uh we just had to point him towards uh, the uh, the word or the gospel. Exactly. And with the help of the Holy Spirit in the room, he decided to follow Jesus. It's like when my, my father was dying, and uh, I asked him the question, do you know where you're going, Dad, after you die? And uh, he says, to heaven, I hope. And so I explained to him the gospel, and uh, he responded and said, you know, he, he repented and and he asked the Lord to forgive him. And ten days later, he was dead. And now I know, I know that I know that I know that I'll see him again in heaven. But if I hadn't shared, you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Not that I, you know, it's like when you have the opportunities, and he will nudge us. He will, you know, he will nudge us. What do you need to do? And uh, and uh, he'll bring people into our lives if we're open. Mm-hmm. I mean, all we have to do is we just close it off. No, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to you, Lord. Uh, don't bring any people into my life. And uh, uh, I was asked one time, well, what's your ministry, Sandy? And I says, well, uh, everyone that the Lord puts in front of me. That's right. Because it, it is a ministry, but I'm thankful because he brings me joy. He brings me peace. He brings me understanding. He brings me hope. There's nothing better than sharing his love with other people. There's nothing better. There is nothing that compares, absolutely nothing. And so we are to go about doing good, that's right? right? Isn't that, that's, that's in the word too. That's in the Bible. We that's are right. To, you know, and don't grow weary in doing good. That's don't right. Don't grow weary, you know. Yep. Or don't despise, don't despise what you're doing in, in that statement. Don't grow weary. You that's know? right. Exactly. Because uh, that would be including, that would include despising or, yeah, and then and then there you go again, subcon- subconsciously withdrawing, mm-hmm. and and saying, oh, you know, I went to church this week, so I've done my part, or you know, I gave at the offering that goes to missions. All that is good, right? But uh, I like. Uh, I, I think like- God's looking for you to step out and use those five senses He gave you. Right. I'd rather have you for be- what. The gospel. That's right. I'd rather have you be hot or cold. That's right. But if you are lukewarm, I will spew oh you out. I will. And I think about that. It's like. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that's. Uh, I hope people on, on the Internet are feeling the importance of that is that we have to. We have to be. We have to not be lukewarm. We have to not be complacent because people are dying without right. knowing about him or experiencing him. 
And it's not like it's a guilt trip. It's like, no, we get the privilege. It's a privilege of representing God because of what he's done in our lives. And I like to just share what he's done in my life. That's what I like to do. I love to share that and share because there's been a lot of things in my life, a lot of ups and downs and a lot of painful times. But I've learned through all those times. And he's always been with me once I came to him, which is 45 years ago. Yep. You know, when he spoke to me, he had to speak to me. It's just right. like Paul on the road to Damascus. He had to be saw. He had to be uh, struck down to get That's his right. attention. That's right. I had to be in a counseling session where I was going to get divorced, and he had to speak to me. There, I I didn't know him before That's that, right. but I knew when he was speaking to me. Oh, yes, I need to. I need to ask you to forgive me, and I need to commit my life to you because you are real and you love me. And you're confronting me, and you're saying, come to me, and I will never leave you. I will never, never forsake nope. you. And never is never. Never. Never is never. I will move away from him. I will withdraw. But he is, he's always saying, come on, I got my arms. Come That's to right. me. Sit on my lap. Let me touch you. That's Let right. me hug you. Let me love on you. Yeah. Yeah. He, same, same deal. Uh, you know, I knew I needed to get saved. Yeah, but uh, you know, and he <laughs> pulled me out of, and and I see it as literally out of a pit of despair mm-hmm. and uh, searching. Yes, I mean that's that's not a good place to be. No, <laughs> but uh, you know, I realized, you know, like like in the Bible when they um, they don't say hi God, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, his spirit or whatever manifestation he does before you except except moses says uh which god are you yes but that's the old testament Mm -hmm. they had little different rules now we have the new testament with a new covenant and a new relationship right you know where we can just go to the throne and and we know where we are he says which which god are you which means there's other things we could be following in this world but what i want to get back to is i says what should I do, Lord? Yeah. And that's the difference. It's not just God. It's not just yeah. Jesus. He's got to be Lord of your life. That's right. What should I do, Lord? And he says, my son. That's right. I've been waiting for you to ask. And the question. pit disappeared, and I was oh. standing on top of the rock. Yeah, I, like I, like I, have I some, always say. I have some fishing analogies where I didn't fare too well um, <laughs> floating around. Ooh. I got seasick. Bob, Bob, Bob. I got along. seasick, and I was literally hanging out over the railing. Yes. And I don't know if you've seen any guys get this. The bulkhead your... <laughs> on ship. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hurling into the. But into the I water. was I was hurling, turning inside out. The only comfort was that cold um, chrome railing on my forehead, and then I started thinking that water oh. down there is like uh, what is it? 40 degrees, maybe even less, depending on what time of year it is. I was thinking I would have five minutes of being refreshed from the cold before I die, and I didn't care. (laughs) I mean, I was... I mean, I was with it with enough not to do it, but the thought did cross my mind. That's how sick you can get. And uh, when we got back to shore, um, and believe me, they paid for the... uh, one day of trip out there, my fishing buddies. So we were going to go fishing all day. So, I mean, I was on the rail. I was oh. underneath. Oh. I just, 
it didn't work. I stood on that dock when I got back, and it was a solid rock. <laughs> I knew I was saved. Yes. And it and I it's the it. same thing oh. as as when God pulled me out of that yes. desperation and set me on a rock. That's right. I mean, I just wanted to put all my my hands on this. Yes. On it. I Something may have been down solid. on. I may have been down on all fours, but I was praying. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Lord, yeah. that I am back here. I'm alive. I'm not in that despair. Yeah. And then they wouldn't take me fishing next year. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want a repeat performance. No, neither but did I. They, I did go the next year, though. I tried Dramamine or something, or we stopped at the Perkins and loaded up with food. That was a mistake. Not a good idea. So advice of men did not work. I'm still... Uh... That's right. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, something that really worked well on board ship for me is that I had... Uh, um, I got it from a Marine General in Duluth here where there were wristbands. There's wristbands and they have a marble yeah. in the band and it goes right on your wrist. And what that does is having on both of those, it... Uh, it tells your brain that uh, you're you're not feeling this motion, so you don't have that motion sickness. It was just oh, crazy yep. because I was we were in a storm where we were we were just going back right. and forth and it was like, but I was okay because of that. That's right. Um, but you know the the key word that you had said before is that um, I was desperate to know the truth. I that's right. All my options were done. That's None right. of it worked. All the the uh, uh, typical counseling uh, yeah. that didn't help me, yeah. you know, uh, advice of friends and stuff. It just it can get you so far, but it's not right. going to get you. out. But it was only yeah. when I started hearing the truth of God's word, the B I B L E, from those friends that met with me at the Grace Bar and Cafe restaurant on First Street. When I started hearing the truth, that's when I uh, that's when I realized. I've got to go after this with all of it. And it's never it's 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 never denied me. It's never lied. It's always told the truth. And it's the rock, just like you said when you got on shore, that That's we right. can stand right. on. And it's like I know that I know that I know. So that when people ask me about, well, how do you know that Jesus is alive? I gave I, I give them the example. He spoke to me. That's right. He spoke to me because I was desperate. I didn't have a clue. And that's what he had to do. He had to speak to me. And then I realized my nature and how I had never been close to God. I didn't even know who he was. I wasn't seeking after him. I was seeking after all that I could out of school and relationships and stuff. And I always uh, use the example. I, I write it on the board when I'm, uh, when I'm in the jail. I put a circle and put a line through it. All my education was worthless as far as being... Uh, or was worthless in knowing that why I was created by God. Why am I here? Mm -hmm. What's my purpose? And my purpose is to know him, to right. glorify him, to spend time with him. Real simple. It's not a, it's not rocket science. We were created in his image because he wanted to fellowship with us. That's right. And that's, once I realized that, then I had purpose and, and, and then I could be intentional in my life. And I could be free to operate uh, or to be all that he created me to be. And I'm thankful. I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. It's all about him. Mm -hmm. Sandy has nothing to give. It's only what he 
uses me for and what he shares in his word that he wants us to share with other people. And it makes all the difference in the world. And it's exciting. I never know what's going to happen on a daily basis. No. My life is exciting. It's not boring. Yeah, because yep. everybody I meet is my is my ministry. That's right. Ooh. And that's what that's what you can do. That's right. That's, I mean, that's what you, Sandy, can do. That's right. And it's simple for everyone out there listening to. It's simple. Once that's you, right. Once you believe that the gospel is true, that God sent his son to die for you, and that we can repent and, tur- and turn our lives over to him, he will use us. It's mm-hmm. simple. It's that's really right. simple. It's not complicated. And he says, because he's just looking for people that are available that's to right. him. That's right. To be those those mouthpieces. That's why I loved when I first met you, when you were sharing being on the street, because I had never done that, you know, to share right, the gospel. Right. But once you, you go with people that do it, you say, oh, I can do that. That's right. Because I can share what he's done in my life and I can touch other people. And that was so important for me. And it's yeah, like that's, that's because, people, people yeah. say, how can you how can you do that? I said, that's because you are a witness. Yeah. That's right. I mean, nobody can refute what God did in your life. That's right. And I've shared that. I always share that. It's like, I don't care what you believe. Nobody this can, is what happened yeah. in my life. This is this yeah. is real. Nobody can refute what the witnesses wrote down in here. That's right. You know. They were eyewitnesses. 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 That's right. About Jesus and his life and what they saw him do. It's the most well-documented uh, book in all of history in, of the world. That's right. That's right. It's the most it's the most documented and the most proof and all the things have been yeah. proven to be true. The most scrutinized most scrutinized everything. All the prophecies have yeah. almost all of them come through. Yeah. Through and uh, and it's continuing to be revealed. And if the you, more archaeological right. digs and stuff is like, yeah, this really did every, happen. Every chapter in the uh, every book in the old testament point towards Jesus. That's right. If you just dig in and mm-hmm. and uh, see it, yeah, yeah, it's it's exciting. If you want to know where to get a Bible, if you want to know, there we go. Twelve cases. Twelve We've got cases. Something to give away. Um, yeah, I don't have all those now, but I'm 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 going to work on that again, and I think we should start giving out Bibles to uh, whoever asks. I like it. Yep, that's what we need to do. Uh, get those Bibles, and we'll we'll go give them away.
Pure Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as PGN.Church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations. 